Hello, everyone, and welcome to Handle Whiskey, presented by the Slash Incast Podcast Network. We are a horror movie podcast discussing horror movies and the phobias that they emphasize. With me tonight, as always, are both of my co-hosts. We have Holly Hooch and John and Guys. Here we are, uh, slowly winding down aquaphobia, uh, but sticking to the tried and true method that we've been using for the bulk of this uh, megaphobia with another creature feature, uh, which is near and dear to my heart. And I know, uh, you know, probably one that still not a lot of people have gotten to see, but now that it is available to stream and it also has a 4K release, more and more people are getting to experience uh, just how great Alligator is. So I, I cannot recommend this movie enough for people. And of course, it is streaming now on Shudder uh, as well as the sequel. Yeah, I was really surprised at how good it was. Well, not really surprised, but I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. And fucking hilarious, too. Yeah, it's another movie that's better than it... It's better than it has any Any right right to be. be. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like it should be so much worse, but is actually really good. Yeah, I mean, there's some things I like to discuss, but they're more hilarious than, I would say, critical, so... Absolutely. Well, uh, I am your host, Emily Drag, and of course, we're here to talk about Alligator. But before we get into that, just a couple of reminders. We've been doing watch parties on Stream Lounge every Monday and Thursday. Uh, tomorrow night, we'll be watching Creepazoids. And if you can't make that, uh, we'll have a double feature on Monday of Hell Comes to Frogtown and Sorority Babes and the Slime Ball uh, Bolarama. So, you know. Some grindhouse movies, uh, but on top of that, we've been doing Christmas in July, uh, double features on Saturday and Sunday. So there's there's been a lot of stuff happening over on Stream Launch for me. And I know tomorrow, uh, be, before Twisted Thursday, I'll even be streaming the entirety of the new Netflix Resident Evil series that drops at, what, it's like midnight Pacific time or something that it drops. Uh Tempered expectations, I don't know really what to expect, just because Resident Evil as a whole doesn't have the best track record when it comes to movie adaptations, but uh, I'm going to give it an an honest attempt, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, But, you know, for the most part, you know, lately we've been doing a lot of creature features. We saw last week uh, what repercussions would follow after dumping formaldehyde into the Han River in... Uh, one of the best monster movies out there in The Host, uh, which still has one of the best monster reveals out there for sure. Uh, and, you know, tonight, you know, we are going back to another movie that takes a lot of cues from Jaws, much like Piranha did, this time in Alligator. So, I- I'm pretty sure this was the first time watch uh, for some people, so I, I want to get your initial impressions Knowing that, like, okay, this is, like, pure 80s uh, schlock, for lack of a better term. (laughs) Well, the movie came out, was it, like, 81 or 80? 80. 80, 81. So it still has, like, more of a 70s feel to it than an 80s feel, which Mm -hmm. I dug a bunch. You know, just a little, that little extra slice of kind of awesomeness, like, having it still have, like, the the look of uh, 70s New York, too, which which is really cool. And, uh, 
you, like I was saying before, I'm actually pretty crazy about the movie. I liked it a lot. Um, the wedding scene, probably one of my favorite scenes in any <laughs> horror movie in a long time. Mm -hmm. And then the thing that I kept saying that I was critical of was that, uh, so basically there's a manhunt or an alligator hunt, however you want to say it in New York, but there's like at least two different scenes where like the lead guy just, you know, goes home for the night and is hanging out with his new girlfriend who flushed the alligator down the toilet and just like de-stressing from the day as like the alligator's making his way through the city, just killing a bunch of people. I'm like, how do you have two down scenes? It's just, it That's seems like a lot. <laughs> It's a very 70s movie thing, for sure. Really? Where it's like the 70s cop movie mm -hmm. detective thing Our where detective, you yeah. see their home life and they are like at home having a beer, like hanging out with their girlfriend or whatever. You're like, but shouldn't you be out there? And it's like, well, no, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> I think it's meant to, I think it's meant to like... Humanize you, it? Yeah, like make you like the hero more which it like did that. but yeah. it's still like hey man there's like a kid in like you know yeah, the, in the middle of the ghetto like trying to mm -hmm. stab this thing you know, with a kitchen knife hey you gotta leave work at work that's true you gotta leave work <laughs> at work <laughs> so that was my only like not exactly criticism but like what the fuck is happening right now but uh, yeah but yeah so yeah no i gotta say too uh Somehow I've never seen this movie, mm -hmm. even though I watch all these kinds of movies. I've never seen it before. Yeah, me either. And I have to point out that as a kid growing up, there was always yeah. the urban myth. And the urban myth is exactly the first 15 <laughs> minutes of the movie where it's somebody from a fair gets a, a baby alligator and yeah. then they flush it down the toilet and then... It grows up and there's huge alligators living in the sewers of New York. I feel like the <laughs> dad in that scene was, I mean. That was weird. Weird. And yeah, where it's like, you didn't need it to be so dramatic. <laughs> I, I kept, during that scene, I was like, what is he so bad about? And like just grabbing this little guy and throwing him down. Oh, no, no, he made her flush him, right? I can't remember no, how that is. He flushed, he flushed, flushed it. Him. I'm, you know, if, mm -hmm. if, if it's. Guy that abusive being abusive towards a very tiny lizard, I would have guessed he would have just stomped it, but now, like, he yes. gingerly and yet angrily picked it up and then flushed it down the toilet. Mm. What a damn shame! And apparently, in this New York, your toilet basically just has a direct line, <laughs> line to, to the, the sewers, sewers. <laughs> it's just like the just drops out of the tube into the sewer from the toilet. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not exactly mm -hmm. sure how the, the system works. <laughs> But you're pretty sure that's not it. Exactly. <laughs> they actually show the treatment plan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The movie, so mm -hmm. they do acknowledge that the treatment plan is there. But, but somehow the, the alligator made it. That was a cute little guy, too. Those little tiny alligators are fucking cute. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm drinking water today because I got too drunk during the host. <laughs> You've had, you know, a few weeks to recover. <laughs> totally. We always have to have a few drinks. Well, have, yeah, I know. But then when we did two back to back, and by the time we did the second movie, I was I was already a knee deep in party. Yeah. <laughs> no judgment, you know. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really appreciate any time we could introduce people to a movie that kind of like has that urban legend like backdrop mm -hmm. to it. Because like the the urban legend of alligators living below New York City dates back almost a hundred years at this point. Oh. And, you know, there's there's a couple of versions out there when it comes to, like, the telling of the story. 
Uh, you know, one of them kind of like revolves around the fact of people like buying baby alligators while they're away on like a tropical vacation right. and then taking them back home as pets, which is basically like what we saw uh, at the start of Alligator. Uh, and, you know, like after you discover like, oh, shit, like this is actually getting a little bit out of hand and becoming way too large for me to actually take care of, you know, then they're just like, you know what, fuck it, we're just going <laughs> to flush it down the down the toilet which exactly happens in this movie uh, but there was also in the mid 1930s uh there was a news article that was posted by the new york times that was saying like that there was this alligator found like in a manhole and there was these group of teenagers that found it uh when they were like shoveling snow and actually like trapped it and killed the alligator but like no one really knew how the alligator got into the manhole in the first place uh, but you know, like it's it's the myth itself has been around for so long. But like, I, of course, you know, like with any urban legend, not not a whole lot of like factual information out there uh, in regards to that happening. But either way, you know, I just love that the way that this movie is introduced is the more common urban legend behind the alligator living in the sewer, which is fantastic. Uh, now, you know, as we mentioned. In the past, this was a little bit ago, like uh, when we were talking about Piranha, I mentioned, you know, Joe Dante was offered to direct Alligator as well. Uh, he ended up turning this role down and, you know, he would eventually go on to direct The Howlin'. And, you know, this came out two years after Piranha had come out, uh, which, you know, a lot of people will always look at Piranha as being like the ideal uh, like Jaws ripoff in this case. But, you know, Alligator is really up there uh, as well. But, of course, I think Alligator more so draws from a lot of the tropes, and it's it's more beat by beat with Jaws than Piranha was, which, you know, we'll get into here in just a bit. But uh, one of the interesting things about this, though, is, you know, Robert Forster, who would play David, the hero cop in this, uh, was overcoming spinal meningitis. So, like, he was still recovered from that as they were filming this, so wow. it, it, it's very interesting to know that now, after seeing, like, what sort of performance he actually gave in this, because he, you, you know, you really felt for his character in this movie. Like, he was like an everyday man, essentially. <laughs> you know, and they, I, I love, I love that they still had the cop trope of, you know, oh, I'm gonna take away your shield, you know? <laughs> so, you know, you have to have that redemption arc and the dead of the, uh, the renegade cop. Yeah, and the dead partner. That he felt guilty <laughs> about, exactly. And, had, and well, then he lost another one right away! Yeah. And had flashbacks about it, yeah, too. Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> but that actor, he's great. He's mm -hmm. in tons of movies. Yeah. And is in my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie, Jackie Brown. And he's one of the, he's basically the main character. He's pretty timeless because he doesn't look that different no, he in Jackie good. Brown than he does in this movie. But he was, yeah, I thought he, I thought he was, uh, he was a little, he was beefy. And uh, the, the leading lady, I forget her name in the, in the movie, like mm -hmm. she's also been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I've seen her a bunch in like the late 80s, early 90s doing like the mom roles. And so it was kind of cool seeing her. Well, and yeah, just to generally, younger side, yeah. and just to generally talk about the cast, it was it's filled with all these people 
that you it's Solid filled with those character yeah. actors mm-hmm. that you see but in they're tons good yeah movies that, like but the guy with the crazy eyebrows yeah. yeah the boss the he's movie, in whatever his name the is. godfather oh, yeah. the, who and i love the random scenes of him just yelling at people on the radio but that's jumping ahead a little <laughs> bit but uh there's that guy and then there's the pet store owner who is the guy from one flew over the cuckoo's mm-hmm. nest and he's been in tons of movies and tv shows and uh the newspaper guy, like I mean, all almost every speaking role in this movie is sort is like a character actor that you've yes. seen in other stuff, but and isn't necessarily yeah. like a star. And they're all solid actors, and none of them take you mm-hmm. out of the out of the the story or out of the scene. They're mm-hmm. they're pretty great. <laughs> and uh, uh, I really enjoyed in the movie too how they don't let you linger with the whole like because you know initially he sees the alligator and he tells people and they don't really believe him. But at least, like, they go out and they look for him, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, of course, they don't they don't find the alligator because he is an elusive fucker, even though he's like he's what over five hundred pounds, he's huge. <laughs> he's huge, or a thousand pounds again. How much he ended up weighing? They, yeah, no, I, that, it was like not. I don't know if it's jumping ahead too much. I don't want to jump ahead of the beginning too much, but it's really funny how I like the fact that in the beginning it's sort of like, oh, this is a myth. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably a person doing right. it. It's not an alligator. It switches over pretty quick, though, mm-hmm. which which I um, I liked. But they do the cop, like, the cops sweep through mm-hmm. the sewers, and then they do that kind of fake, uh, kind of a fun fake, fake out where the cops get all quiet at the last second. Oh, yeah. And you're not sure if the <laughs> alligator got them, and then they pop out. And they're like, no, they're fine. The thing that's w- wacky, though, is that shortly after that, so basically, they're like, "We got to get out of here! Like, this is a, a shit show for us." The, the those actors, because right. they realize, "Oh my god!" Like, they didn't find them. Now we're going to be like the laughing stock. Yeah. But shortly after that, the giant alligator smashes yeah. through the street in front of crowds of people. Yeah. But they continue through the story, being like, "Oh, this isn't an alligator." But and they, now- they they're like, "Oh, you're they." You know, they kick him off the force, or but not like. But not for too long, right? Because, I mean, like, and it kind of, it, you can kind of think about it in terms of, like, well, nobody, like, information didn't get around as quick. Like, nobody was taking, you know, filming with their cameras. So, true, like, true. even, uh, and then the, the one poor cop that was there got eaten. Yeah. Well, although the, that alligator took a lot of legs. He only took, like, whole bodies mm-hmm. a couple of times. But he was just like, oh, I'm just going to take this leg. I'm going to be on my way. But uh, <laughs> I did like that. You know, it wasn't too long before, like, okay, they believed him and, and yeah, things yeah. were back on track. But. That was a really great scene because I yeah. thought they were going to uh, th- that that whole like oh we don't believe you it's nobody believes an alligator thing was going to go on for a lot longer mm-hmm. in the movie which is a little frustrating uh, but that, that's only because it's meant to be and it, and it mm-hmm. works on me I get frustrated for the main character mm-hmm. and so it was really awesome to see this fucker just like tear through like the sidewalk in the middle of like this busy street with like these kids like hanging out and yeah and no and people like just gawking and you're like run away. And then also, what the fuck was up with the cop? I mean, he just seemed to make all the wrong choices. The, the guy who got eaten down. Yeah, because no, no, the one who uh, when he tore through the sidewalk and oh, the and guy the, who climbed out of the his car, burning so car he in front of the alligator. I'm like, why didn't you go out the other side, man? Or stay in there? Like, stay in there. The <laughs> he climbs out, then immediately gets eaten. Although, as we saw in the wedding scene, which we won't talk about too much because that's further ahead. He might have not have made it anyway. Yeah, true, true. That was pretty rad. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this 
I like how the alligator was able to evade the police. Like so sneaky. It was totally like <laughs> their plan was actually really good in terms of getting, yeah. trying to flesh it out. Uh, which I think really would have worked in real life in that situation. I like the command center they set up right outside of the sewer, oh my God. where everything is like <laughs> in water. water, and they're all like and, then, and yeah, and they're like there's like maps up on the side it's of the, like the fucking like what do you call it? They bank set or whatever. Up home base in the water. <laughs> I know. It's like, seriously, like, what are you doing? And it's dry like ten feet over. They could have just like <laughs> been in the dry area. They gotta use up that budget somehow. Mm-hmm. And I also like how the SWAT <laughs> is in, like, desert. They look like desert commandos or something. Like, I don't, normally SWAT is, like, a blue uniform, like, the, like a police uniform. But all the SWAT guys in this were in these, like, tan sort of mm-hmm. desert military outfits. It's like, oh, okay, I guess that's all they could get a hold of for the movie. They, like, you know, couldn't get... It's an alligator. You can't tell the difference. Also, I... There's something strangely funny and weird about seeing SWAT police SWAT members like f- filing in down the sewer. Like they show them sort of like rapid response going down the sewer, and it's just like, do you really like? Do you send SWAT into the sewers to look for alligators? Is that more like animal control? Like, <laughs> they be Maybe that was animal control, <laughs> and that's why they had the gray. <laughs> Outfits or uh, <laughs> outfits. I don't know what to call it. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, okay, so, all right. So, so yeah, that was an elusive alligator, this like thousand pound alligator. Yeah. That... yeah, I mean, he also hid in the trash too in the, in the yeah. alleyway. Yeah, he was ambush. He, he had the ambushes <laughs> set up really nicely. Yeah, so there was a couple of really fantastic large animal eating, eating man scenes. Um, so, right after this, he eludes he the police. But at this point, uh, when they've already set up the command center, he's already broken through the through the sidewalk, or was that the no? That no, no that was after, that after the yeah. Okay, gotcha. Because that's they don't find him, and they assume and then everyone's he's not like, real, oh, yeah. "What an idiot about what the, an idiot um, yeah. character!" And then then pretty shortly after that, the alligator comes smashing out of the street. Yeah, and it was kind of cool how they explained how the alligator survived, so eating small animals, including pets, which but, is really sad. It felt weird because to kind of go back a bit, uh, we had the the there's that little B story about the uh, lab that gets their animals. Oh my god, what an from, evil fucking lab! There's like the pet store that supplies the lab with oh stolen god. pets from the neighborhood, which is just like mm-hmm. it's so, so bad. Up. It's so evil, and then uh, like the scientist is like, I don't care where you get them. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, in that scene, it, it sort of felt like they were gonna do a thing where the alligator was maybe like a mutant or oh. had been mm-hmm. altered somehow okay. in the lab. Oh, but yeah. I, I don't know if I missed it, but I don't think there was anything I don't like think that. So I think it was just that that was his food supply. The fact that they were throwing away all these um, pets and dogs. And- oh, and he was well. They were they were given all the pets like growth hormones because they were trying to solve like a. Like a food issue. Oh, was that what it was? And so oh, then so he was, was eating yes. the pets, and that was causing it to grow. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. I didn't totally. I didn't get that, that either. No. <laughs> but I could tell the thing is, I could tell they were doing something like that. I could see that they were set doing something. That went like over that. my head, I man. Kind of, yeah, I missed it. <laughs> well, didn't we watch it after we we did the the host video? So maybe <laughs> I was just too drunk to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, I mean, oh that very well could be the case. Uh, but as I mentioned, like, this movie does follow the Jaws template uh, pretty pretty closely. I mean, you have the cop who senses, you know, you have this monster lurking uh, who absolutely nobody believes. Uh, you have the scientific specialist uh, who, you know, knows all about the creature in this case. And then you also have the big game hunter who eventually meets his uh, maker towards, cool. you know, the later act of the movie. Uh, but, you know, it's it, it goes further beyond that, too, because, like, just like Bruce, you know, the mechanical shark, the alligator in this one kept malfunctioning, too, and was very difficult to work with. And I know I, know I mentioned this uh, prior, uh, but they actually ended up donating the alligator to the University of Florida so they could use that as their mascot. So, you know, perfect, you know, because it is Florida Gators after all, which is fantastic. Um, I still, to this day, have not seen the sequel that came out. Uh, which was straight to video in 1991. I know Alligator 2: The Mutation is also mm. on Shutter, but from what I what I what I've been hearing is it takes itself way too seriously. Mm. Where this one is more of like a, a self aware satire yeah. of uh, of Jaws. Yeah. Th- so I forget if I mentioned it in the last podcast when we were talking about this movie a little, or maybe. I noticed it when we were watching it, but it's written by John Sale, who's the same writer as Piranha and the same writer as The Howling. So he's, I I never realized until watching these movies that he he was consistently like, this is kind of his thing. And it's interesting because it's like the tone and feel of Piranha is really similar to this movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like where you have, this movie maybe has a little more comedy in it than uh than piranha maybe like but uh yeah no they both have that kind of light adventure movie yeah dig on that which is good like i almost feel like this movie is sort of influential on later adventure movies because a lot of the like I mean, I know it's like Jaws and Indiana Jones is kind of like the thing, but something I saw in this movie that I was like, it really stood out to me. And I was like, wow, that's actually something you see much more in modern movies now than in movies back then, which is the running joke through the, out the whole movie about <laughs> the main character losing his hair and how different characters would mention his hair and like, and mention like, hey, you should like, grow your hair longer and like brush it over (laughs) and the pet store guy is like hey you're going bald like i am (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. like later in the movie his girl the scientist girl his new girlfriend plays with his hair and he's like i know i'm going bald like i'm like (laughs) but like the way that like uh it's like he's like the kind of like cool like handsome leading man but he has this kind of self-deprecating thing that runs through the movie that's pretty very like modern like that's like you see that in like like guardians of the galaxy like the marvel movies where they sort of make fun of the cool lead guy but you Ah, don't see that like in 70s that's, That's not a good really, catch. You know? And I was impressed by that because I was like, oh my God, they're actually keeping that going through the movie. That's a cool. <laughs> and the fact that they called it out at all in the first place is kind of amazing. <laughs> they never do that in, in old movies or things like that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Good catch. Yeah, I, I also appreciate the fact that the uh, alligator is 
almost in the same universe as E.T. I don't know if you guys know about this. <laughs> so in E.T., there's a scene after, like, Elliot sees, uh, you know, the alien for the first time, and they're all sitting down at the dinner table. And this is, like, after Elliot's out with his older brother. But, like, they're having that conversation at the dinner table, and they're, like, bringing up uh, about basically, like, alligators actually, like, living in the sewer. So it's, like, a direct reference to uh, to this movie, which I, I think is pretty funny. Definitely. It has that feel, for sure, of that, of, like, kind of the classic, like, it feels like it could be, like, we could get references to this world, like, in Stranger Things, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's got that 80s nostalgia, like, where I think, like, people are kind of picking from it. It's not just you know, like a coincidence kind yeah. of thing. You know? So the, the big game hunter scenes, I mean, that was, uh, again, like, great just setting. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we, I don't know. Uh, let's not jump in ahead too much, right? So, I mean, we have uh, the, the big game hunter. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. I got a special delivery. <laughs> it's a cloth. <laughs> well, I drink a bunch of water first, so. See? Uh-huh. Baby stuff. <laughs> I, I have I have a great note about the original script about oh, okay. uh, alcohol. <laughs> so the original script script uh, took place in Milwaukee, and the alligator in the original script was basically living off of spilled beer from the breweries. Oh my god, <laughs> that's adorable. That's like strange brew or something like in the strange brew universe. <laughs> That's so that I mean that feels like that would have been much more like a literal comedy if that if yeah, they went absolutely. that route. They would have, it'd have to be like and then you have to come up with the reason why it got so big. And like, I did yeah. that's the thing too, is it this movie totally made me think like watching Piranha and then this movie, how it's like you can just see all those low budget filmmakers' minds like the gears are turning where it's like, Oh, Jaws is a huge hit. Yeah. And like, what can we do? They did sharks. What can we do? You know, it's like, <laughs> All right, we dump piranhas. piranhas Let's go back to a big one. We did a bunch <laughs> of little ones. Let's do one big one again. And I mean, I mean, really the alligator can go on land and water. So, I mean, that's technically threat, scarier man. than a shark. It is true. And he goes to a wedding, uninvited. Uh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, let's not get to the wedding's like the big, like, so let's not like roast that one. But we can talk about the big game. Did Big Game Hunter get eaten after yes. the wedding or before the wedding? He got eaten after the wedding, right? I like how sleazy the Big Game Hunter yeah. was. He like hit on every. Oh, it was woman so gross. Other reporters. Like yeah. <laughs> he was really good. And that was also kind of like, that character was definitely felt like sort of comedic. Right. And, you know. mm -hmm. Well, I mean, this was basically Jaws in the city, you know? And, and like, I, I really enjoyed the fact that he got a bunch of like, you know, kids off the streets. Like, all right, kid, 20 bucks a piece to go fight a oh fucking alligator. <laughs> and they're he like, hired, yeah, man, let's do it. He hired henchmen for like he $5. But as we know, if you mm -hmm. don't train your henchmen, then they're going to be completely useless. Well, And if you underpay them, you're not getting any loyalty. No, you're not. They all instantly ran away. Although they weren't, I mean, they were loyal enough. They just kind of knew that they had to run away. Although I guess the other guys had, did they have all weapons except for the... 
Because no, no, they, they didn't. Yeah. Only the hunter had So the kid that was with the hunter, he tries to pick up the rifle to save him, yeah. but the he can't. It's too it's, late. It's too late, and he, then he has to run away. But that was one of the few scenes where. That was a good looking scene. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. That He's like in really this at, like you know this alley, and there's like trash everywhere, and there's this gigantic alligator and a man. Yeah. At first, I thought. <laughs> When they first cut to the scene of him being where he's in the mouth of the alligator, I thought it was like a fake, like a smaller fake alligator with like a dummy. And then I realized, no, that's actually a person that's but a giant like fake alligator. That's very cool. Because you could sort of like, you know, psych yourself, not psych yourself, but like um, pretend he's smaller than what they're going for in certain Mm -hmm. scenes. Because in certain scenes, you only see like the snout. Coming out, taking mm-hmm. a leg, going back, or, or you don't have like a, a, a reference. Something the scale uh, something is a little bit off. The scale, yeah. For sure. I think it's a little weird. Yeah, maybe that was on, not on purpose, but that yeah, that wasn't just me making it up. It's, the like, scale wasn't mm-hmm. consistent throughout the movie. Well, there's some cool, as you mentioned, there are some miniature shots. And that are where it looks like they basically had a real alligator go walk through a miniature city, mm-hmm. and it's way bigger than cars. <laughs> and I was thinking, how does he fit in the sewer tunnels anymore? Like, he would, <laughs> I guess at that point he was kind of running around out of the sewers. And really, also, but... he's only going in with at the big entrance, like the yeah, yeah, bigger than a bigger, car. Yeah, because yeah. when he comes out, he's always break busting through. He can't make sure. it up a manhole. Yeah. So, yeah, he's gigantic. Which okay, sixteen feet. Sixteen feet. Holy shit! But uh, I, I mean, and I don't think we talked enough about like the traumatic scene where his partner gets. Oh yeah, yeah, his partner gets eaten. That was pretty intense. I mean, scene. he almost made it. I thought they were gonna both make it. I was kind of surprised that he got eaten. And then I was like, man, your reputation never bouncing back from this one. You've lost two partners, mm-hmm. dude. It's kind of a partner with you. Bad cop. There's a lot of bitten off legs in this movie. <laughs> I know, there's so mm-hmm. many missing legs. <laughs> I love the shot, just to jump a little, uh, the shot where the guy's legs get bitten off in oh, the boat and the they pull them? him onto the boat. Yeah. But they they pull him onto the boat just enough to where like his legs are angled so you can see him clearly yeah. and then they stop. And it's like, yeah, you like, take a good position, look. Like, get, like, get him in position where you can Get that bunny shot. See oh. the bit off legs. Like, don't bother pulling it all the way. Into the yeah. <laughs> and that was like a lake. That wasn't even like. Wasn't that like a city? No. Was it a lake in the city or like a like a recreational? Or was it the canal? The canals. He was in the canals a bit. He moved he around a lot. He really got half. around. He got to see quite a bit of the Big Apple. So good for him. One of my favorite shots, too. By the way. Um, is the part I think it's is it the wedding or yes, is it a part that's of, my favorite part there's that but <laughs> I don't know if it's connected to the wedding or or it takes place around that but where the there's the little little kid like Halloween <gasps> party oh my god and they make the one kid walk the plank and the alligator's in there and immediately eats the kid I think that's after the wedding because I we know is it yes because I remember thinking the wedding was the most shocking thing I'd seen and then later you're like, oh my god, are they really going to kill this kid? They straight up fed this alligator a baby. Totally. I no, mean, like, not, you know, they, they didn't do it on purpose. I'm just saying, like, the movie, like, fed an alligator a kid. And that's pretty gruesome. Oh, but that, you know, yeah, the wedding. Those kids. Yeah, totally. No, that was, like, plus it's hilarious because it's like, okay, like, you, 
these little kids, they just basically killed that mm-hmm. other kid. <laughs> and they never really, like, you know, of course there's not, if you want to keep the movie light, you can't show the fallout of, like, mothers crying, you know, inconsolably <laughs> about uh, their murdered babies. I love how uh, the mom comes out and she's like, oh no, and she turns on the light in the pool so that we can mm-hmm. see the alley, which is Money a great shot. shot. It's a great <laughs> shot when the kid's looking down into the water and you see the yeah. alligator come up. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> the whole thing turns red. But yeah, like the, the wedding scene Feels just uh, really fantastic because yeah, wedding. that's when you start seeing him for the first, I think for the first time, using that goddamn tail. Mm-hmm. Using what the Lord gave him. There are people literally flying everywhere when he attacks the wedding. It's like like shot after shot of people flying through the air, I crashing into great. tents and stuff. <laughs> and him like or into the wedding cake. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that really like crazy shot of like completely unnecessary, but really uh, you know fake moralistically satisfying. Where you got that old man who's like what is like a crime boss. He he's in his like big old town car and he's trying oh, to get yeah. away. And uh, everybody's staring at the alligator. And some like I don't know if it's like the sleazy politicians trying to get into the car, and he won't let him in the car, even though he has plenty of time to let him in the car. Mm-hmm. And then the alligator smashes kills the dudes, but then he smashes the car to the point that he crushes the old man. Mm-hmm. Why would alligator do that? Alligator wouldn't do that, but alligator has to do that because that's what the movie calls it's for. rampaging. Mm-hmm. It's a monster. It's a monster. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like the Street Fighter bonus stage. We have to destroy the car. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when you're like, oh, that's what you get, old man, for not letting this other dude into exactly. your car. Or for not trying to save anybody else but yourself. It's a, it's a bit similar to the climax, or the sort of climax of Piranha, when it mm. attacks, when there's the big Piranha attack, and everything goes haywire, and everyone's losing limbs. Yeah, that's good. And you, you guys thought that Stun would be the only movie that we would review with a, like, reception creature attack in it. Yeah, wedding reception attack. It's a good uh, place yeah. for a monster to attack. It's yes. High mm-hmm. concentration of people all mm-hmm. together that they can get. And lots of, like, you know, pretty fancy white stuff that he can smear with blood. Oh, I like yeah. the fact, too, that the barbecuing is what attracted it. <gasps> Did you know? It was, they were barbecuing steaks, and it, mm-hmm. it smelled the barbecue and came to Who doesn't have a wedding, by the way? <laughs> I know. Who barbecues? <laughs> I love the whole like the mayhem and then people falling into the pool, which I don't it never goes into the pool, right? But it does, doesn't does it? it? Or it goes into the well in the wedding it goes in is that where it goes into that pond? No, that's earlier. Yeah. Well I just you know, because as soon as people are falling into the water, they see they're more they're more vulnerable because now you have to wade through mm-hmm. water and climb out into the frenzy to try to get away. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, even though I don't think he went into the pool, it, it still uh, caused me a lot of anxiety to see people falling into the pool, <laughs> which was fun. Well, also, this movie uh, does... So people often talk about Jaws, how Jaws scared them so much uh, mm-hmm. that they even are scared to go in pools because wow. they're worried that there might be a shark in the pool. Which is obviously irrational. But this movie actually gets to capitalize on that fear and actually have the alligator hide in pools and eat people. And there's that's even happened in like I've seen it in like YouTube videos. I mean not not that size, but you know, there's like, oh hey, there's an alligator in here. (laughs) 
Yeah, we're in, like in Florida, of course. Fucking Florida. I, I saw a thing, actually, a YouTube video where uh, the, um, somebody was filming this huge alligator and they were standing by their pool and there was a big glass enclosure. And in the comments section, uh, somebody said, how come, like, if this person lives in Florida and it's all warm, why do they have the pool enclosed, enclosed in glass? And somebody responded to keep the alligators out. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it was must have been true because there was a huge alligator hanging out on the lawn oh my next God, to the pool. That's awful. Jesus, alligators are scary. What is that movie? They're basically dinosaurs. That's a quote that always pops in my head. <laughs> I can't remember what Lake Placid? That's from. No. I know, totally. Some alligator. That's my only that... other alligator movie that I know off the top of my head. <laughs> but they are basically <laughs> dinosaurs. They've lived that long. Yep. So what? Okay, so back to the movie. Back to the movie. All right. So we've talked about the big game hunter, which had a fantastic end to him because that's when you really got to see the scale. Mm -hmm. And then the 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 wedding is fantastic because you got to see the alligator using his tail and crushing a fucking car. Mm -hmm. So that was great. And then also, um, that the end of that scene was. I remember thinking like because there was like just mayhem, right? So everybody's bandaged up and like there's paramedics everywhere. So I thought that was neat, too, just to show, like, the the scale of, of damage that the alligator can do in a city. You know what just occurred to me, though, is all the severed limbs. First of all, like, a thing that was funny about the movie was how often the, that main character cop is walking around with bags of severed limbs. Like, in the first <laughs> half of the movie, there's, like, two different times where he's just, like, got a severed arm. And, and they're bag. not very good about, like, process. They just put stuff in them in bags, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's... <laughs> But it just occurred to me that all of the limbs are oh. sliced off, but not, like, chewed, chewed up. off. Or, yeah. or, like, there's no kind of people chewed up. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all, like, severed limbs. Yeah, like, it's, like, really wasteful. He's just, like, taking off limbs and then just moving on. And he's not really eating. Yeah, he's just kind of chomping. <laughs> he just kind of bites them off and leaves them. <laughs> but, yeah, um, he just, I guess he just eats the pets. Yeah, that's right. He's like, oh, this is no good. <laughs> Yeah, I I remember too. Like, um, like when this movie came out, um, they also had like merchandise that came out with the movie as well. And like one of them was something that was like repurposed like later on when I was a kid for like board games. But like when Alligator came out, they had the the game where like you would try to like take something out of like the alligator's mouth, and then it would like try to like close. On you, basically, and like if you got we hit, you, you lost. <laughs> I think they actually had a Jaws shark type of game that was similar to that, where it had the mouth that would close on you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I've never seen that toy. Yeah, somehow I don't know how I missed this so much culturally, but like I never saw like that kind of toy or mm -hmm. stuff about this movie. It was very weird. Yeah, it was just a weird thing, though, because it's like, well, this is definitely, like, a killer animal movie that they come out with, like, this kid's toy, basically, okay. that had, like, the same alligator font on, like, the box. Yeah. But then, like, I remember, like, when I was a kid, that kind of, like, turned into, like, the whole, like, pulling the teeth out of the alligator uh, as another, like... Oh, movie. that's right. And then, like, one of them will trigger him to close his mouth, and mm -hmm. you, you, that's how you lose. Mm -hmm. Right. That, that was a much more friendly one. <laughs> 
I was just thinking that like after a movie like Jaws, and when you see this barrage of movies that have a similar uh, structure to them, your immediate, uh, I, the, the first thing that comes into your mind is that they're not going to be as good, that they're going to be ripoffs mm-hmm. and that they're not, they might not, they not be, they might not be worthy of your time. But honestly, I really enjoyed Piranha and I really enjoyed Alligator. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're, they're solid. Yeah, definitely. But the, it's like, that was another thing I was kind of thinking of, how, like, how it's interesting that we look back at these movies that are considered to be, like, that especially at the whatever, time were yeah. considered to be, like, oh, these are super low-budget, like, mm-hmm. bad movies. <laughs> but compared <laughs> compared to today, because now the technology is so easy to get a hold of that anyone can make a movie and so you yeah. see stuff that's just like unwatchable unwatchable and what would what like this movie by today's standards is a completely legit yeah. real movie very great movie if it came out today would people would it would probably be somewhat of a Cold success you know it, it yeah it wouldn't fail or be looked down on as like, oh my god, look at that movie. Like, it does all the real things that a movie should do, and the cinematography is good on it. And the quality of a of a, the standard of acting was is very mm-hmm. high. Yeah, and all the acting is good. Mm-hmm. There's no one really that's nobody drops bad. the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for the goddamn alligator. I'm kidding. He's great. Oh, and the uh, the big game hunter is the guy from Swamp Thing too. Which oh, is, hey. I love Swamp <laughs> Thing, the, the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, yeah. Everyone in this movie is uh, a real actor. I think this must be a New York movie. I feel like I didn't check, but it seems like this is a made in that they actually made maybe. this in New York, and maybe not a Hollywood movie. But I don't know. I want to say, like, it's supposed to take place in, like, the Midwest, but they never tell you exactly where. Oh, I thought it was New York for some reason. I thought it was supposed to take place in New York, but it's actually kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Hmm. I know, that's the thing. The police department seemed to have a lot of budget for, like, gear. I just know they they had mentioned, like, Missouri. Oh, shoot. Okay. And that makes sense if it's, you know, Mm -hmm. if this alligator came from Florida initially. Which they used to do that in real life yeah you could get they would give you could get baby alligators crazy cute baby chameleons they used to give out as gifts like in fairs now it's like goldfish i actually i don't know if they do that at all anymore but when i was a kid they would do goldfish they still did goldfish yeah i mean they die before Mm -hmm. you get home yeah Yeah. or they just get flushed down the toilet you know that's that's what happens the alligator got the goldfish treatment When that is a thing, of course, in real life, you have the, you know, where people will have like a pet boa and release mm-hmm. it into the wild and it lives on and is successful and grows and becomes a huge boa. Nuisance. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a 16 foot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and oh, and they had the Bigfoot references kind of in it where they took the plaster cast of the alligator's print. And they were like, this alligator is huge. Like, it must be like, what, you know, they were estimating its size based on its footprint. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, I'm, I'm nitpicking. It's just like fun to nitpick the movie. But I was thinking, like, do you really need to take a plaster cast of its footprint? <laughs> this thing is rampaging around the city. It's like, killing we know people, it's man. <laughs> the mystery is over. We know it exists. Okay, get your ass out there and look at <laughs> it. <laughs> but, uh, and also, I felt like I felt kind of bad 
for the doctor character because mm-hmm. she kind of ran out of things to do. In yeah, the except the just movie. like you know, just tag along, <laughs> tag along, and like comfort the main character yeah. at home yeah. when he had a long day of hunting alligator. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like initially she was wrong. She's like, no way, there's an alligator. It's two big guys. No way. And then oh. later she was like, oh shit, that might be my alligator. <laughs> That's actually a great scene early in the movie. Yeah, Ramon. <laughs> but when the when the news interviews her and they and they say what do you think it is? She said it's an alligator. Yeah. And they're like, do you think it might possibly be? Some, no. It's an alligator. So that was pretty great. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that she came on board right away. At first, you know, because at first she's like, no way, guys. And then of course, when the evidence was so clear. Oh, because the fucker. Had, I mean, they had pictures. Yeah. You know that journalist that was like a huge dick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually managed to take a bunch of pictures of the alligator. Yeah, exactly. Before he got eaten. Mm -hmm. I like how he kept bringing up the fact that the police guy lost his partner. What a dick. But he wasn't really making any point about it. No, he was just just rubbing it in. Yeah, Yeah, just being an asshole about it. But he's not like... Well, he's trying to get a rise out of him so that he can have a story. Yeah, yeah. True, true. Yeah. But they were doing the press conference, and then he's like, oh, one last question. You let your partner die, right? And he's like, yes, I did. That's great. Just, yeah. I mean, one one more thing. That was you, right? You let your partner die. Yep, and it was still keeping David up at night. Mm Mm-hmm. I know the flashback scene of the other guy, the mm-hmm. other guy who dies. That was sort of. I was like confused at first. I was like, "Who the fuck is this? What, did I miss something?" And then I realized, like, "Oh, flashback. Mm-hmm. I got it." We're still watching Alligator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Alligator. And they had a little bit of Jaws music where they kind of ripped mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. the Jaws theme a little bit here and there. And they had a couple of Jaws shots underwater. Mimicking the first person view of Jaws, kind of pretty neat. Which you got to do, of course, if you're making your Jaws ripoff movie. Tech, well, you know, ripoff. But I feel like this movie is—it's definitely, obviously inspired by Jaws, but it also and it does copy it, but it also stands on its own in a good way. It's yeah, not just like, so, oh, this is just a lame copy. It actually is a good movie on its yeah. own. Are we going to the the grand finale of uh, the destruction of the alligator? Because that was uh, that was pretty fun too and exciting. Mm-hmm. And of course, with the the little old lady unwilling to move her car from the one manhole cover that was going to save David that nobody had secured. All right, she had one job. <laughs> one job to keep this manhole cover clear. Yeah, that's why she wasn't supposed to tag along the, rest of, like, <laughs> the prior part of the movie. So, I mean, that was a pretty good plan. The plan was to gas the alligator, mm-hmm. much like Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> drug mm-hmm. it and then explode it. And then blow it up. Which ultimately did work. Yeah. But the, the, the only reason why David had those supplies in the first place was because of the fake bomb threat mm-hmm. in the police department. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of forgot about that, too. Which... Oh, that's right. That guy had a crazy... <laughs> Yeah, and which was great, too, because they literally just had, like, the shelf with dynamite sitting on it. He just <laughs> goes in there and grabs the dynamite off the shelf. It's <laughs> like, this will come in handy. <laughs> but then I thought that the uh, the bomb that the guy brought in, like, wasn't programmed properly. 
but I guess it was totally fun. Yeah, it was that it was that bomb and it was totally functional and he was able to like program it to blow mm-hmm. up. I didn't stop to think about how he knew how to do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it felt that part felt weirdly tacked on where Well they had to kill it somehow. Yeah, yeah. they were like yeah, it almost felt like how are we gonna end this movie? They're not gonna rehome to... him back to you know Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had the the dramatic run out of where he had to climb out yeah. and get out before. Uh, mm-hmm. But the explosion. I, I did feel it though when uh, that lady like just had her car on top of that man cover, manhole mm-hmm. cover, and he couldn't get out, and it was scary, and time was running out. Mm-hmm. The the exciting countdown. <laughs> yeah. <ahead. laughs> Like the alien movie countdown, self-destruct. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. <laughs> and then, of course, the uh, the last, last bit of like, hey, here's another little alligator that got flushed down the toilet. Yeah. When's your movie coming out, buddy? Of course, the Oscar. It would, I just re- re- watched recently uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead. And it does the exact same thing where it has the thing at the end where it's like, oh, it's all starting over again exactly the same way that it started in the first place. That's a nice little trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I guess we did actually get the sequel, but... That's right. So what was the sequel like? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. I thought you had. Okay. No, no, yeah. no but it is on Shudder. Mm, I'm tempted. No, I'm not. I just know that it came out in 91 and has D. Wallace in it. That's all I know. Huh. But it was much more serious. It's it's a lot less camp than uh, than Alligator. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if that came out... That must have come out right around the same time as the other Alligator one, the Lake Placid. Mm. Yeah, Lake Placid was... Oh, no, that's after. That's yeah, that's later. after, because that was like mid to late 90s, mm. yeah, that was if not early 2000s. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Alligators. I don't know... Alligators are cool, but they're not that scary overall, like in terms of monsters or I think as scary. I mean, they, they walk pretty... on water, they swim in sorry, they walk on land, they swim in water and Yeah, true. They eat raw chickens. And they are actually ambush <laughs> predators. Yeah. That's the thing. They they do yeah. lurk under the water and then and they jump up and eat cheetahs and shit. Yeah. Like in uh like in Crocodile Dundee when it almost eats the lady in that movie. Oh yeah. But uh no, that's right. I forgot that they actually do that because they actually made a point of showing it attack that way. A few and they times. can uh, they can lay still in the water for mm-hmm. like a really long time, so that you know <laughs> people can't see them moving in around the down there. Oh. I swear, the kid was the funniest part. That was so wrong. I was like, <laughs> no, right into the like right into his mouth. I was thinking when those after that happened, and then the kids run away. I was like, you're murderers now. <laughs> You murdered that kid. You're murderers now, kids. You're gonna have to live with that for the rest of your life. You're gonna remember the Halloween candy forever. (laughs) Oh, and I this is so random too, but the shot when they show the kids' birthday party before Mm -hmm. that part, they they open the door and you see into the party and there's this one little girl dancing right in front of the door when they open it and she's doing like the goofiest dance. But it was, I don't know, it stood out to me. It was so hilarious because it was obvious that they were like, oh, there's a party going on in here, but we'll just position one kid one right in front of the door child. who's like doing this weird goofy the dance. dance. Yeah, exactly. Right in front of the door. As those kids come out, I don't oh, know, that just stood out stuff. to me. 
I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought they were going to realize it and pull him back. In a modern movie, that would not have happened. They would not have... He would have gotten out or something before it yes. happened. I feel like in other movie reviews, we've like talked about, like, oh, they wouldn't have killed a kid you know, during this time. But now we know they have. So this is mm-hmm. good reference. So write that down, so alligator. You can kill kid. kids in your movie. Yeah, he should have just chewed off the entire diving board. You know, he could have had three for the price of one. Yeah, they do the kind of blood, the sort of blood effect in the water yeah. really quick as uh, he You can't appears. really see anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff. there was good gore in this movie. There they was did lots a, of good gore. They did lots of bit off, as I mentioned, lots of bit off legs in this <laughs> movie. That was kind of the main thing. I still love the big reveal, which was the alligator busting through a sidewalk. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen like that. And then it was started cracking. Was that stop motion animated? It sort of looked like... It kind I don't of, know. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the case, but it, it did have that sort of weird, like, slow mm-hmm. kind of, you know, weird de- video to it. Totally. They definitely had a bit, a huge fake alligator, for sure. That looked surprisingly good. Of course, good. man. <laughs> it looked really good, too, was the thing. It didn't look like a cheesy, fake, yeah, it looked really stiff, good. stuffed alligator, you know. I feel like fake alligators aren't that hard to make. I mean, they already look pretty crazy. There were definitely a couple of shots in the movie, too, where I couldn't figure out if it was a fake alligator that they were sort of making walk or if it was a real alligator that they filmed walking. Because wow. you know? there are some shots with real alligators, oh, for, sure. for sure. And then somewhere, it's obvious, it's definitely the dummy one. But, uh, no, the the shot, the the... Long shot of the guy in the the mouth, the hunter, which of course mimics the shot in Jaws where yeah. uh, the captain gets eaten in the back of the boat, which is that shot. Yeah, it's pretty great. But, but this one's in a gritty alley mm-hmm. full of trash. John, who, so who did direct this movie? Is it anybody that we know or is it? Um, hold on. Let me look it up real quick. It feels like obviously the writer is the same, but it feels very connected to... It was uh, Louis Teague. Louis Teague? I don't recognize the name. Yeah, I don't know if he... Does he have any notable other credits? Let's see. IMDb. Pulling up real quick. Mm-hmm. He did a good job. Uh, he did Kujo, would be his, <gasps> his bigger yeah. movie. Kujo, that's a good movie, yeah. Cujo feels like, that feels like the kind of first of its kind type of movie where it's just like one or two people trapped in a single location Mm -hmm. kind of movie. I don't know if there were movies like that before Cujo, but that became a genre of its own. Yeah, Cujo and Cat's Eye were his two. Have you ever heard of Cat's Eye? Cat's Eye is a good one. Really? That's, you've probably seen it. It's a Stephen King anthology movie. Ooh, I love those, maybe. That has the great one where... That's a great movie. It has James Woods, who obviously is a questionable person, but... At least he's a good actor in his his own little range. Yeah, but that's the James Wood one where he is quitting smoking and he hires a company to help him quit smoking and they basically, like, stalk you and threaten to murder you if you smoke. Like, what were the other ones like, the other stories? Um, And then there's one, the cat's eye wraparound kind of story is that there's a little girl who I think is Drew Barrymore. It is, yeah. Uh, Yeah, and there's a cat, there's a little gremlin creature that's trying to, like, kill her. And 
her pet cat is trying to save her from the gremlin, but they Sounds think but her parents think that the cat is actually the one that's uh, messing with her. And, and then I can't remember other ones from that, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's good. It's a good check that uh, out again. It's kind of creep show esque anthology movie. Yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. But no, that's so. Yeah, he's a he's a good director. He's good. Yeah, good stuff. stuff for sure. All right, so alligator. Alligator. Thumbs up. A legit, <laughs> a legit movie. Yeah, and a surprisingly underrated under... Because it should be, you know, it's not at the level, I think, of in terms of popularity mm-hmm. or cult status of Piranha, but right. it should be like as well-known mm-hmm. as those movies, but somehow still is kind of underrated. I think I actually enjoyed it more than Piranha. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I think maybe I did too. Just because of that wedding scene, <laughs> and I like the 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 actor and the main character yes. in this one. I like better than the guy from Piranha, Piranha. the like angry drunk rage, park ranger park guy. Ranger, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't bad, but he was just kind of bland, you know. But uh, that guy, yeah, no, definitely good for sure. Definitely <laughs> a better movie than. Has any right to be now? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like a lot of that just has to do with the fact that Alligator wasn't readily available for a lot of people because, like, it went out of print when it was out in DVD, oh, and then okay. it wasn't released on Blu-ray for a very long time. I mean, the the 4K release was very recently, like this year, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, like with Piranha, Piranha was readily available. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you could stream it, you could buy it on Blu-ray or whatever. Alligator wasn't streamed anywhere either, and they would play. Piranha on television back in the days of TV and mm-hmm. but would not like I don't have any memories like I said I've never oh, seen this movie yeah. before and I have no memories of it seeing it oh. just being played randomly or even like the, the the VHS sitting on a shelf on right yeah not even that but yeah. Piranha was definitely one of those because I remember the very on the shelf VHS. yeah it's got that iconic um mm-hmm. uh, movie cover mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm true all right big question though do we think joe got me a single small claw or do you think there's like four of its buddies or five of its buddies in the fridge there's probably more okay i i, I would imagine there's more <laughs> if it was a big boy i'd be like oh he just got me the big boy mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. all right so looking ahead yep. uh next week we have another creature feature the... we have humanoids from the deep the rapey one yeah which came out in uh, 1980, directed by Barbara Peters and an uncredited director. Uh, you know, for reasons we'll get into <laughs> next week. Which also has to do with uh, <clears throat> some of the more sexual assault-based parts of the movie. Oh, uh, but shit. pure, pure grindhouse schlock. Yeah, and this is a Roger Corman movie. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, this movie is rapey, and another movie he put out at the same time, which was their alien ripoff, I think it's called Galaxy of Terror, is also very mm-hmm. rapey. Like, it was like a weird thing going on at this time in these yeah. movies, so... Well, I mean, the Corman camp had a lot of direct... I mean, e- hell, even the people who did Alligator were out of the Corman camp, basically. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, but a lot of them kind of were, like, within that wheelhouse. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, it's a movie I have seen before, uh, Humanoids from the Deep, but nothing's, it's been so long been that long I barely time, yeah. remember. I just remember them running around in the um, pier. You know, it's like a boardwalk kind of thing, I think, and they're running around wreaking havoc is all I remember about it. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of Cthulhu-esque. They're kind of like deep ones, like we talked about with the underwater movie. <laughs> They're kind of, and deep ones will kidnap women and stuff, so. And kind of like a Deep ones who, will kidnap women. <laughs> we all know this. Kind of like. As you know. It's what they do. <laughs> and kind of like the creature from the Black Lagoon, same. Yeah, just like, you know, the host just kidnaps children. They're just looking for love. That's just how it, that is. <laughs> but inappropriately. Not, <laughs> they're just looking for unconsensual love. Yeah, they're just not. <laughs> they just need to. I don't know. They need to understand. It's not the way <laughs> they need to things. learn. Yeah, they just need to be sat <laughs> it's down, not and okay. taught about consent, <laughs> and yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Creatures. Maybe the uh, woman from the beach house, when she becomes a sea creature, she could go teach them about consent. That's nuts, John. You're going off the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to tie all the, <laughs> all the movies, movies together. All right, together with the common theme. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Kristen Stewart hasn't killed them all yet. Maybe. Yeah, I know. Or like exploded them from the inside when she punches her way out. <laughs> that was rad. <laughs> well, uh, on that note, so yeah, next week, Humanoids from the Deep. And then the week after that, we'll uh, wrap up our Aquaphobia deep dive with Leviathan. Yeah. Which, man, it's, it's, it's been a minute since I've seen that one. I've Which never one? seen that one, Leviathan. I oh, think it's okay. a ripoff of uh, The Abyss. The Abyss, yeah. I saw it ages ago. I've never seen it. But uh, I have not seen it in probably since around 2000 or so. So mm-hmm. when did it come out? Late 90s, early 2000s? Oh, Leviathan? Yeah. That at, at I think most. it's late 90s, yeah. Well, whenever. Uh, whenever it was 89. Oh, 89. 89. Does that mean the Abyss came out in like 88, 89? Yeah, I think the, the Abyss is definitely 80s. That's kind of crazy. I, Yeah, I guess it is 80s, huh? I think of it as a 90s movie because it... Both of them came out in 89. Oh, they both came out in 89. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think of it as, you know, because, I mean, 89 is almost 90s, but it's so advanced that it's kind of a 90s mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, that's cool. But, I mean, not, uh, not Leviathan, I mean. This, of course. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no, my life is a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the shitty one. Well, that, you know, the abyss isn't technically a horror, right? So that's why that's why I didn't go with the abyss. The funny, I, I, when I was kind of looking around too at water movies, everybody puts the abyss as a horror. On there, on but it's list. like, no. It has horror. You gotta draw elements. a line somewhere. It definitely has horror elements, especially the first half of it is sort of treated like a horror movie, but then it becomes a full-fledged sci-fi adventure for the second half. Right. I just remember growing up as a kid watching The Abyss a lot and preferring that one over Leviathan, so I'm curious to see if that's going to hold true... Probably. ...so many years later. It feels like we're going to be bashing a movie for about an hour. Well, and there's, like, there's a whole little subgenre of Abyss ripoffs, like the mm-hmm. deep... I think it's called Deep Star Six, Six something. Deep Six, yeah. And there's another. I mean, you could almost do a whole month of just 
abyss. <laughs> Shitty rip-offs. abyss ripoffs. That seems like a painful monster. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, we won't do that. No, it's not that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Sphere. That was ah, another one. Yeah. With Ben Affleck. Early Ben Affleck. Oh no. I don't know what's worse. Early or late Ben Affleck. It's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck in Dazed and Confused pretty is good. pretty cool. That's early Ben Affleck. That's <laughs> pretty true. good. Mall Rats. Mall Rats. Ben pretty Affleck's good. pretty good. Yeah. Okay. But then you have. Oh, speaking of which, we got the Clerks 3 trailer out. Yeah. I don't know if you guys Clerks saw that. 3. Is he, gonna, he must have a cameo in that, I would think. I'm sure. He's got to. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Same. Nice. So the. Oh, the new monsters! Uh, the trailer came out for the new monsters. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. It, mm. yeah. it's Rob Zombie, but yeah. it feels like um, what's his name from Edward Scissorhands? You know, uh, um, Tim Burton. Yeah, it, feel, it looks like a Tim Burton movie, but it looks like less. No, you're right. Yeah, kind of like the Edward Scissorhands, kind of like jokey vibe to it. It feels like those really oversaturated colors mm-hmm. versus black and white. It, feels... it just looks very cheap. It yeah, does. honestly, it, looks really... <laughs> it feels like... like those wave of remakes, like when they back when they did like the Brady Bunch movie. Oh yeah, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It feels like it kind of falls into that area, you know, kind of movie. I mean, you know, it's on purpose. The man knows how to make a movie, so it's cheap on purpose. So we'll see what how that works out. You're like, mm, I know. Do you guys I, have his his track record um, like, doesn't really hold I'm not up. A huge, yeah, I'm not a huge Rob Zombie fan. I but think. they look. Le- I mean, like, I am also not a Rob Zam- Zombie movie side fan. But um, he peaked early. But they're. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you know the the you know he they they have good cinematography. They have yeah. like you know. You know, yeah, you know, he, yeah, yeah. He, I, I did sort of enjoy his uh, the witch movie, the, the one, Salem one. Yeah, the one. I his like that wife, one too. Like, yeah, plays like the DJ, like radio DJ. Although, yeah, and, and although in that movie, not to get into a, another synopsis <laughs> of a different movie, like he has like one of like his shocking parts is like he's got all these like I guess like evil demonic priests <laughs> that are like masturbating like in front of her, and I'm like. It's like, have you never gotten a dick dude like that's like the most boring thing i can think of actually not shocking like not shocking sir (laughs) someone doesn't understand porn is free these days (laughs) totally just saying but i did like that movie because i have like the really cool witches too yeah all the witches that were in there were like like great horror movie actresses Mm -hmm. and that was that was really neat i like that a lot Mm -hmm. and i think his wife's pretty good too yeah, and I hear what she only acts in his movies, which I think is super sweet. So mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm torn about Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah, monsters. It also looked a, to get back to the monsters. It looked a little too like it just looked like the show, but yeah, it looked exactly like the TV show, but just modernized and in color. You know, and then like his wife is doing this uh, high pitched voice the whole time, but I'm like, ooh, that's gonna get old quick. <laughs> like get <it> annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, we'll see. We'll probably watch it, right? Maybe. <laughs> I I don't know. That depends on if it's a theatrical release or not. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, so yeah, next week, Humanoids from the Deep, and uh, yeah, that will wrap it up for us here tonight on Hand of Scare. 
Again, if you guys are looking to keep in contact with everything going on here on the podcast, you can find our video content over on YouTube at Handle with Scare Pod. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Handle with Scare. Uh, but until next time, fiends, we will see you next week. Y'all have a good night.